rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. Mm-hmm. You like maple syrup on your pancakes? Pancakes. Pancakes. 100% Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? <laughs> this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. We're recording. Is this how we're starting the show? Episode. I'll, 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 I'll some goon shit? <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Episode five. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, Ooh. where it's sweet, not sappy, man. This is really good. It's Archung, and I got the homie. Drewski. Right beside me. It's This is episode five, man. We're doing okay. Consistency One, is key, my friend. One, two, three, four, five. I, I thought we couldn't go up to ten, but we're no. not there yet. No, that's ridiculous. I'll, okay, when we get to ten, I'll finish the rest of the song please but, and thank you but yeah man thank you guys for tuning in on google play on apple itunes op- apple podcast uh, soundcloud remember if you are tuning in for the first time please just go ahead and hit that subscribe button yes on every outlet possible wherever you're listening to and remember tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend follow the maple syrup show obviously on instagram maple syrup podcast and on twitter maple syrup show okay and follow me, R D O T C H U N G. And for your nice health and 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 all your fitness tips, needs, all your fitness really, needs, you follow me over at AJ Lift and the number one. You know what? I think we gotta do an episode. We'll you know, do a we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do a we'll health, health episode, episode, but we're gonna try and implement it with like maybe in the new year after everyone has gained all of their weight. I can't wait, man. Well, for those that are listening right now, today is Thursday and it's almost Black Friday. Everybody is Black Friday. You know what? I feel empowered after you said that. <laughs> Damn straight. Every day is Black Friday. But speaking like, I'm talking like commerce-wise. Yes. There's so many deals. So many deals right now. You know, I actually have some family who's actually on their way down, I think, to uh, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Yeah. No. Let's call it what it is. Oh, Pennsylvania. I can't call it by their street. No, we're not going to oh, do that. Okay. We are not going to incriminate. Listen, Meek Mill's already in jail. <laughs> we don't need this, all right? It's a hard time. Free Meek Mill. I'll leave it at that. I don't know, man. The system was never designed for us. No. Nope. Just like this Canadian music industry really ain't designed <laughs> for us. Um, we should go back to what you were saying about um, Black Friday, though. Yeah. Some family going down to Pennsylvania. They're going down to Pennsylvania. They're going to buy some stuff, obviously, and bring it back. I hope none of them get in fights. I asked for Cookie Crisp from my family. You know that Frankenberry is actually um, illegal in Canada. Really, it's weird. It's 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 really weird because they're saying the sugar content, so it's not really a. a it's too high. It's too high in sugar. That's oh, how we keep in these Canadians slim. But yet we're still eating sugar crisps and and frosted flakes. See, don't be duped by frosted flakes. Okay, they're great though. Whatever. That was funny. Tiger. I don't care what you said. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Whatever, man. This is still the, the Maple Syrup Podcast where we're talking all things Canadian music. If it's urban, if it's R&B, if it's hip-hop, if it's the industry, if it's initiatives, if it's panel discussions, if it's anything, if you're hearing it here. Occasionally, we will delve into some stuff that is going around the world. One thing that I want to delve into oh, or dive Lord, into, we, we had this conversation a little while ago. You still sticking with your list? I'm still sticking with my list. And... For those that don't know what this list we're talking about, okay, we understand, yes, this is a Canadian-made podcast, but music is music, and it's very important. Um, was it on, was it 
Monday? Monday. Monday. I believe Monday was the seventh year anniversary of Kanye West. Of course, the great producer, legacy-driven <laughs> hip-hop artist, really changed the game, and not in just regards to music, but culture. Um, it was mm. the seven years of uh, My Beautiful... No, eight. Was it My Beautiful or 808? No, My Beautiful... Bla- uh, my, my Beautiful, beautiful dark, dark Twisted, twisted Fantasy. fantasy I always mess it up, man. And myself and back and forth and um, Drewski, we... We were just chilling after work. We we're kind of just shooting the breeze as always, as we always do. And we were just like, yo. No, it was you that actually instigated the conversation. I did. I did. I did. Because I think, I guess, I guess Drew was listening to some, you know, obviously listening to some Kanye. Yeah, I was listening to 808s and Heartbreaks. And I'm like, man, it's a fantastic album. And I wanted to know where everyone else rated 808s and Heartbreaks. And the, the clear, concise, uh, response to all of that was guy you're smoking weed you need to stop because you're talking foolishness look man that was a piece of art so um big shout out to free goods um, yeah my, my girl jay my, my girl jay fiasco she had she so on her tweet so she tweeted yesterday and mind you if you're listening now she tweeted tuesday or no wait today's thursday <laughs> don't get confused it's wednesday five. it's like confused like the episodes right um she tweeted wednesday you know and she put out a bunch of the albums and label it in your order and um one discussion i had with a good friend of mine darren messam uh me and him always got to fighting <laughs> we <laughs> the same way me andrew and back and forth almost literally tore each other's heads apart pause um <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really have to pause that. I know I didn't have to, but I don't know why it's necessary. I think it's when we get into this place, we have to like establish it. conditioning. You know, but we all put our list together. My my friend, myself, Darren, and I, we kind of fought. I kind of cussed him off over Twitter. He cussed me back on WhatsApp. Big shout out to Darren if you're listening in. And, um, you know, Drew had his list. Back and forth had his list. I had my list. Free Goods had their list. And can I start with my list? Yeah, please anything? go ahead. Please go okay, ahead. Okay, so... This is our countdown of the greatest Kanye albums in our order. And there's going to be a lot of debate. I don't care. Fight me. You can hit me up. R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. <laughs> I don't care. I can give you my address. Send me an email. Info at media42.com. And make sure to hit the subscribe button. Uh, <laughs> but my list goes. So first, yep. college dropout. Agreed. You agree with that? Agreed. Okay. Hundo P. I have late registration. See, I changed my list a little bit. I tweaked it. No, you did not. I tweaked no, my list. I tweaked my didn't. list. I tweaked my list. I went back. Oh, and, you I went back no. and listened to everything. I went back and listened to everything. I had to make a little I had to make a little switch up. You're crazy. Okay. All right, go ahead. College dropout one, late registration number two. Okay. And here's like the the debacle right here. This, trust me, the fight I have not even finished my list right now once I say this album. This is my number three. Graduation. Nah, not with me, bro. Not with me. You see what I'm saying? Not with me. Okay. I did not like it. Then I put Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh my God, where's 808s in this? Okay, so here is the debate on Twitter too, because people people put uh, Watch the Throne on there. Nah, nah, it's a dual album. And that's the that's debate that I gave. I said, not really because it was a dual album. So, but you were getting a lot more Jay than you were getting Kanye. Mm, like Kanye mm-hmm. was obviously behind the production. So that was out of the picture. So just if we're talking single by himself, Kanye wise, yeah. after Dark Fantasy was 808. And somebody actually gave a good reasoning why. why. They said because 
Kanye was Kanye West was stepping away from his bars and he was giving emotion. He was giving and so now you start to see feel this emotion guy coming out of the woodworks. Then I have Life of Pablo because Lord knows we don't know what the hell is still going on with that <laughs> it's album. It's still right moving. Now. It's still making. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't don't tell me it's no living art. It's either the album's done or the album's not done and you're just a lazy and you just want to finish. It's a playlist. And then lastly, of course, and I think everybody agrees with this one, Jesus, because that was just a horrible yeah, That album. was a weirdo album. I hated it. All right. Okay, I, what's yours? All right, so I'm going college drop. I agree with you. Then I listened to all of them over the last couple of days. I'm going My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in okay. number two seed. It was the work of I'm art. So, it was I'm so work mad of at art. you. Then Late Registration. Then 808s, because if you, didn't put, you. if you didn't put 808s in your top four, you didn't, you've never fallen in love before. You don't have love in your heart. I've said it. Yeah, but the guy was singing out of Heartbreak. The, the album was called 808 and Heartbreak. Yeah, maybe I was going through some shit in 2008. Because you're emotional. I'm an emotional guy. I like the emo rap. <laughs> <laughs> then, coming in fifth, I have Graduation. Mm-hmm. I would have had that dead last, but I went back and listened to it, and I have to humble my, I had to humble my list a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I have Life of Pablo, and then I have Jesus. Okay, those last two I can agree with. You don't think Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy feels like it I needs to don't go up there? know, although yes, and here was the debate we had. Andrew made a valid point that probably some of the biggest bangers from Kanye West's career was on Dark Twisted Fantasy. So appalled? Okay, we're not going to go into that right okay, now. Okay, no, we only have half an hour. Right. All right. Um so that was my list, and that was Andrew's list. Please list. hit us with yours. Hit us with hit yours. Us with, yeah, exactly. Hit us up, Maple Syrup Show. And then what we'll do is when we see the feedback, we'll talk about it on the next show. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, it would like, I've never seen, and you know what's so good about this too? Um, because of this list, we, we tend not to really shine the light on a lot of Canadian artists mm-hmm. that could have a legacy like Kanye. Okay. Because and I I don't I I don't I don't know why. Mean back and forth. We're talking about like Shawclear, for instance, yep. and the and here's some f- weird facts. Like Shawclear was the first artist to have his own shoe, or which to be sponsored nuts. by which shoe. Which is nuts. Like other than Run DMC, Dave really made a valid point. Name another artist that you could think of that had a shoe before Shawclear. No, not before. Not before. Exactly. Can't do it. So, and then he mentioned, um, obviously, the record, the the signing with, um, I believe, EMI, Virgin EMI. Mm. So that was a big feat right there. Yeah. But, and I'm not trying to knock Shawclair anyway. I favor Shawclair. It's still one of the the most. Oh, facts. Lyrical beasts. Great guy, Adam, too. Adam great guy, Humble, too. very humble. humble. We got guy. to work with him. Yeah, we worked with him. Was that last year? Um, yeah, for this for our, yeah. for the CCD at the radio station, and very humble guy. But it's like we didn't really see a follow through after, and so when you st- and I'm not trying to compare Kanye to Shaq Clear. I'm not trying to compare Kanye to apples and oranges because right everybody there. exactly everybody's their own. Ten- everybody's doing their own thing. I would say the person that probably has the closest legacy that's still kind of um, still. Well, we got to be thinking about the same person. I think we are thinking about the same person. Yes. Yes and no. Okay, go ahead. I was thinking Cardi. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Just because of relevancy Mm. and just who he's working with and who he's worked with and and what he's doing right now. You don't think he's transcended what Shaq has done? By far. But 
but not the same intensity because I'll put it like this. And then Dave actually showed me a picture. And remember when um this is a, like you, you kids won't even remember this stuff happening. Y'all were like little tidbits, pups, pups man. Timbits, I like that. Remember Keeping the, it Canadian. Timbits, you know. Um remember when we had the calling cards for Bell? Yeah. The prepaid. The prepaid? Call. So it's like you you know, for those we had uh, before we had cell phones, we had prepaid cards. You go, you, you load up load your up card, card. You put like five bucks on there, you can run off all the quarters, whatever. And Dave had showed me this prepaid card from Bell mm-hmm. with Shaw Claire that's, on it. That's marketing, yeah. <laughs> the Ice Cold, I, I think that's when um Ice Cold came out. That's so dope. And Shaw Claire was on the card. Then Dave reminded me of remember the two-way pagers? Yep. Shaw Clear was one of the first people to have that two-way pager named after him, like the ice cold. Remember the Microsoft, the, the, not the Microsoft, the um, the Motorola two-way pagers. Yep. And so the ones you kind of had to your hip, and they had this special edition blue, cold as ice color. I remember it was a see-through blue. Yes. Yes. Specifically for Shaw Clear. Was that for him? Yeah. I did not know that was for him. For him. That's dope. So coming from that stamp, like there's too much history, but. Mm. Not to digress from my point, what I'm saying is the fact that although Cardinal is still kind of relevant because of the stuff that he's still doing right now, still kind of working with Dave yeah. Chappelle, um, A&R over by Universal Canada, I still believe he's the A&R yep. at Universal he's, Canada. He's still got something there, I believe. Um, obviously working with the celebrity marauders, so you'll probably see him on uh, We Day, Day. Mm-hmm. all over the country. And... Um, you know, working with Cypher Sounds and, you know, probably one of Canada's greatest DJs starting from scratch. So the relevancy is still there. However, it's a lot of stuff wasn't in your name, not like Shaw Claire. Not like, okay, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You I didn't saying? know where you were going with it, but you did. You, you get you it, did what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, it's apples and oranges when you compare to Kanye because I'm, I'm, I was just trying to paint the picture of it's very important to have a legacy and for it to stand. Mm. Um, to really put yourself and to really stand the test of time, especially be, being a Canadian artist. Mm-hmm. Because once upon a time, those were our marketing tools. Exactly. Now, all of, the, now all of a sudden, all that stuff is out the window. You know what I'm saying? And this leads to our next discussion. Yes. Another person that I really believe was very relevant, still is relevant, and pretty much responsible for one of the greatest rappers or one of the greatest rappers to come out of Canada. A lot of people don't know that. Drake. Want to tell um, the story there real quick? No. Uh, well, really quick story. Socrates was responsible for um, Drake. And a lot of people didn't know that. Drake was Drake was actually featured on one of Socrates' songs, and that was like really one of the first. Ooh. I'm trying to use my brain because I remember the song. I'm just trying to remember what it was called. Was it Fade Away? The Fade Away? Until it all just fades away. But it wasn't that one. There's something other than that. But Socrates produced it. Mm. And I think it was on the Room for Improvement album. I just can't remember. Well, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. We'll definitely fact. We'll put it, we'll put it, in, we'll the, we'll put it in, in the description. Wicked. And um, and we'll probably play it in a little bit too. Yep. But good news or a little bit of news. In, news. <laughs> Let's call it news for now. You can um, make up your mind if it's good or not for you. No, you know what? To our underground hip hop heads that love Socrates, they'll, this is good news to them. For those that think Socrates kind of fell off because ever since the Nelly Furtado situation, we haven't really seen anything from him. Really haven't. N- nothing. But now he released a full-length album, which is which follows up from his season one 
EP, which is aptly called season, season two. two. Yeah. Now I'm not too sure how much tracks on it. I have my little mixed mix reviews about it. Oh well, let's hear them. I got my I got my my thoughts in line for those as well. But okay, so I mean, for instance, you got a chance to listen to the album. Mm-hmm. What what were your what were your what were your chances? What what, what was your your point right, on so listening to the album? So looking back at the album, it was about eleven tracks long. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I played it by accident. It had a it had a real old school feel to it. Mm-hmm. That I mean, Socrates that Socrates vibe. old school feel to it, and um, first of all, the production was dope. First and foremost, I enjoyed I enjoyed the production. One thing I will never take away from Socrates is his ear for music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will never take that away. I will never take his creative genius like a Kanye, mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know that. I, I believe he's classically trained, so he plays, I believe, the violin, plays the piano. That's nuts. Um, obviously he plays the drums. Look, the man's talented. He's just super talented. However, you know what? Finish your point on the right. album. First of all, I'll get my point after. Season, season two, the first track, just started out the gates. I thought it was hot. I thought it had, he had his lyrics. <laughs> and then, eh, it felt like it should have came out, if this came out in 2006, mm-hmm. I would be losing my mind over this album. Mm-hmm. There was some... <laughs> no, this it, it no, and that talk your talk, yeah. talk your if, talk if your. This, ish. If this came out in two thousand six, man, I'd be throwing this album everywhere. This would be my constant. But I think it's a a little too late. I think I've already. I think I mentioned it to you before we gave the pre-record. Yo, big shout out to back and forth. It just came in with his, in with, his, with his late registration Kanye West shirt on. Yeah, we talked. We talked. Uh, we did a touch on the. Um, I'm calling. Maybe you have help. Uh, <laughs> That's what that. Is. Well, if you guys know. remember that video, you remember you'll you'll know how Dave looks right now. Um, but I I mentioned to you, to to you before we started recording. I think the album was ten years too late. Yeah, and I agreed with you. I took another listen to it. Season, season, season two. two. Season two. Big what shout out to back and forth. What do you think about it? Back and forth. Did, did you get to listen to it yet? Yeah, of course. What's your take on it? Okay, so back and forth is back, y'all. <laughs> Uh, Socrates. So I mean, it was dope. A couple people asked me, and they're like, "Yo, did you take it in?" I was like, "Yeah, I took it in." And they asked me what my thoughts, and I'm like, "Yo, it sucks." I'm like, I'm totally biased. I, I like, I'm a big fan of Socrates. Dave is the Messiah of Canadian hip hop music. <laughs> he will all. He will always. He will correctness. <laughs> kept his PC. He, he will. He will always ride. <laughs> He will always <laughs> <laughs> try to keep your political connects, eh? He not will me. always <laughs> ride, but I'm not gonna negate from the album. It, it is a great piece of work. Socrates is one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, like for me, is like definitely a top ten favorite artist for me. Mm. He, like in my, like, I just generally, like yeah. I mean, for me, like I'm a big fan of Drake. You know, we have I, I love uh, Amory. You love Shaw Claire. Uh, you got yeah, to play. Yeah, you got I, to play I, for Shaw Claire. I mean. If, you know, like people offer different music, offers different things, and yeah. Oh, I gave them the story about uh, you you showing me the 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 Bell prepaid card. Oh yes. The shock care card. It's crazy. Was it from Cold as Ice? Yeah, from Cold as Ice. I told. I knew it, man. I wasn't disputing you. I looked at the picture. He had the two posters. He had one of his. There was an ice. An ice throne. Yeah, man. I remember. There was one of him sitting on the ice. Well, I got the vinyl with the ice throne. Yeah, yeah. But there was one with just the throne, and there was one with him sitting on it. And I remember I. I used to take those posters off. Like, and he wasn't. And he put them into my basement, yo. And he wasn't wearing those Reebok shoes, was he? Not, not in that. Oh basement. god. Not. No, I don't think. He, not in that one. But no, he, no. I think he was wearing Reeboks, maybe. Just not those. Not to not, not Reebok. Not, not to not Reebok. Mustangs. You guys have made some great shoes. But back to our point. 
the Socrates, like I said, still a great piece of work. I'm not going to lie. If you're a Socrates fan or you're a fan of the culture in itself, please go out and check it out and pave your own thoughts about it. Like a lot of features, Sunreal. So he keeps, he still keeps it relevant. I Sunreal. like the production. Okay. I know the single that really stood out from this album was Jay's Fitted, which featured Cardinal Official. Cardinal Official, yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of went back. Listen to that on my way in today. See, I, Dave is always the, the, the justice of truth. <laughs> For Canadian hip hop, <laughs> um, the one song that really stuck out to me was Gandhi. Gandhi, huh? It was a dope track. There, I think we're gonna play it in a little bit, but oh, I want you guys to kind of catch the reason why I like the melodies. Well, let's um, give it he, to them for a bit. He does attack to it just for a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, let's let's give him let's give him a taste of Gandhi from season two in Socrates. But for embarking on his mission of asserting the right of the people to be masters of their destiny and cultivating friendship with the world. Sean still hanging out with Drew. Hey. Ski got back and forth with his college dropout shirt on. This guy's going way back. Like, is, what, is, everybody, is everybody like on a Kanye like West type feel right now? I, is, is that what I we're doing? Jay Z, because I just came for that. Jay Z was killing it yesterday. Wait, yeah. Don't worry, Dave. If you could get tickets tonight, if cheap, I can get it, it's worth it, eh? It's worth yo. I'm but supposedly you. he was selling tickets for like thirty nine bucks too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you it's can go tonight, super go pay, su- go super, pay, man. Super You're not gonna cheap, have a better man. time. I'm telling you. But let's talk about Socrates and his eleven track album. <laughs> um, obviously, I believe, and I spoke to a little birdie. I'm not gonna name out who, but um, Socrates is still depend, you know, independent right now. Mm-hmm. Still trying to push it forward, but. I did kind of get some mixed reviews because someone that, you know, like my inside insider source said that to him it wasn't his best album. He just put out he just put it out just for the love of the music, mm-hmm. you know. And we can't wrong that. I think it, it does. Like for instance, now with Socrates really putting his music out, do you think it like is it clicking for him that he still wants to remain relevant? Does he feel? Like I don't know. If this is about. Off? I didn't get relevancy from this one. I thought it was just a passion project that he wanted to put out and put his words out. I don't know if he's trying to blow with this. Mm-hmm. It's a different soundscape than what's going on right now, right? Very. It's it's very it's very it's it's very old school. It's very old school. It's very lyrical. It's very which I love. It's just it's, it doesn't resonate with the kids today. It's very m- melodic. It's very 
like it's very thought it's very thought through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as i stated before and i really stand behind it i think it was a little too late and like i didn't really see any promotion for it except his instagram post i got a tweet you know and it, are we have has have we gotten lazy just because we know the the the, the, the have have we gotten lazy with our with their music from from this from from up north, like really promoting it? I don't think so because these young kids are they're they're promoting they're promoting really hard. But if you have a project like this, why not? I should be seeing it plastered all over the city. You know what I'm saying? Again, Dave, come closer to the mic. Yes, yes. Um, I, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, I think. Um, I feel like I, I saw uh, the season one. I saw more visibility at the time than I saw for for this. I mean, I saw the CBC interviews, and um, you know, like I know, like well, the, when did they season put out one? The when, runs, did C, when did season one drop? That, about two thousand eight, two thousand. No, no, 2000, no, 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 Since we've yeah, it's since since G is open. Oh wow! Because I I gave that to our that to our music director at the time. Yeah, and I played a couple tracks on my radio show on Monday night. <laughs> Shameless plug. So, yeah, yeah, but, but you okay? So now you're comparing that. So yeah, season. No, one I'm just saying. Out. Like I think it was a bit more visible. Maybe there was a bit more like kind of a build up to finally getting the the thing from Socks, like the the season one, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just pushing out music. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's a comparison or if it's a fair comparison. Like the Mocha only, where you're just pushing out music nonstop mm-hmm. and like right. whatever gravitates you know, him, or whatever honestly, hits, he could just hits. be making music to make music. And I'm I'm cool with whatever, man. It sucks, yo. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. It's called Season Two by Socrates. That's available right. on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, everything. Sound, I don't think it's on SoundCloud. I think he's going. I think he's going for the jugular for the money. So I think it's on spot. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. I have it downloaded. I don't know. Did, 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 did a report about it? Yep. Yeah, they did a. Uh, I'm still waiting for an interview. I don't know who you're going to get. Leave the that. awkward pause right there. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm waiting for that. But you know what sucks? If you're listening, you have more than welcome to come and chop it up right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. And we can really just talk everything. But if you are an up-and-coming artist that wants to develop their sound and really develop its sound, Toronto's got an excellent project called um, Project Remix. The remix project. There you go. Yeah, how much? You, how how long has the remix project been around? I think almost. Yeah, I, don't I don't know exactly. I don't know the exact know, like, date uh, of their founding. I remember I told you I did. I worked with the IC Visions, yes. and that was over ten years ago. So. But then from them changing their from, name, and then that obviously. Had, so let's say give or take seven years. Yeah. Well, Let's say give or take. They got years. a little bit more money in their pocket now to do a lot of major things, which is amazing for the community. Yes, indeed. So, you know, obviously programs like Manifesto, Artscape, OCAD, and and, and George Brown, um, primarily uh, Manifesto and Artscape, the Remix Project, it, it it's so cool. It's so innovative. So big shout out to Gavin for such a, a visionary. Uh, I think Drex. And Drex. Drex and Drex, well. yes. Yeah. Gavin and Drex um, for for putting together such a monumental, which it, it's also reached in Chicago too. Really, it's reached in Chicago because what they're they're cultivating the culture of the art, mm-hmm. obviously of music, but to also cultivate and 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 push uh, the success of young minds, you know. And um, so a couple days ago, 
it was reported uh, on CT City. Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand um, dollars was given to uh, was given by the city of Toronto uh, to help invest into this music mentorship program uh, for underprivileged youth to really push forward and to really, uh, I believe, they moved from their regular location, obviously in yeah. the city. Now the Daniel Waterfront, the Daniels, the Daniel Waterfront. Yeah. So that's over by our harbor front, the world famous harbor front of Toronto. Very cool. And so the city of Toronto gave them two hundred dollars. So when that building is finished, you know, being put together, they're pretty much going to take all of their remix stuff. You know, the studio, the arts, the class, the classes, mm. and they're going to have a permanent home now at the Daniel Waterfront. And this, and it also opens up the minds of all, all these young people. See, that, hey, here's what I find super cool about it. They're making them pick a major and a minor in what they want to learn and kind of move towards. Mm-hmm. I found that super dope. That you can say, oh, I want to learn how to do production a little better. And they have these mentors that are there solely to just help these kids kind of get their sound off the ground. Like, for instance, um, Rich Kid, who's a, an amazing producer out of mm. Toronto here, he works very closely with the Remix Project in regards to one of their music programs. Um, we have a lot of notable artists that, are, that um, bye. have bye. been by Dave. <laughs> that was back and forth, y'all. Yeah, that was back and forth. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there's a lot of alumni that have, that have come out of mm-hmm. the Remix Project, um, such as, I believe, Boy Wonder, Wonder was yeah. one... Um, Hustle Girls. So she started off as a graph, like as a graphic designer. Went on to make that's somebody Drake, who's made a went on to a huge impact, disturbing impact. In the went industry. on to, to went off to you know create Drake's web uh, fan mm-hmm. website. Then to creating uh, Little Wayne's mixtapes. Then going on to really being a curator of just the go to person for for graphics. And then obviously she switched her side, and now she's like. A big blogger and she's a big DJ here in the city of Toronto with an amazing podcast um, and there's too much to name like for instance uh, I got to watch the noisy uh, documentary and yeah, we're actually gonna touch on that but I got to check out uh, the noisy project and a couple of the artists in that noisy project mm-hmm. uh, the documentary called six rising um, were alumni of the remix oh, project. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But if you guys have not heard of it, make sure you check out the pre nah, make sure you check out the remixproject.com mm-hmm. for a little more information. If you are an artist, there is a way to kind of maneuver yourself into this. And big shout out Darren Falana cuz he was also a notable one Duke. So during the the inauguration or like the ceremony of the news that the remix project was getting this new establishment, Darren Falana was one of the main artists that really represented and performed in front of, you know, the mayor of the city of Toronto. And uh, yeah, but other than just the music aspect of what the remix project Mm -hmm. does, they, like I had mentioned before, they're really about pushing the culture. um, Obviously if if it's arts, if it's music, Mm -hmm. if it's um, success, if it's vision, if it's, um, strategies if it's employment their main goal is if you don't have a mind we're going to help you find that mind and we're going to help you curate it we're going to help you put together and then we're going to show you the success of that and the network and the collaboration that you can do with people that you are coming up with in Mm. this project is there's sky's limit really but you know what i find also too is that the fact that a lot of Artists in the city, you know, struggling artists that are just starting up. Mm-hmm. And I, we're going to get to our next point, Drew. Yep. I promise you this. We're going to wrap up real soon. We got half hour shows on there. <laughs> I know. We, we had a lot to talk about, man. And I actually <laughs> like this discussion. So we may go over a little bit. We may bit, go over just, just a little bit. Just a smidge. Um, 
But there's a lot of artists, like for instance, you know, um, Dave gave the fact on the last episode of the Nia Center. Yeah. So they they curate. There's something like the Remix Project too, where they also help finding niches for employment, for art, for culture, and to really help you find the way to make the money mm-hmm. and really put the plan together and work it out. Um, the Remix Project is like that. They help underprivileged kids. That don't know where they're going, but yet, but, but you'd still have some of these artists that are still building up and saying, well, we don't have enough programs mm-hmm. that really help put stuff together, you know, and this is why I'm, I'm praying that this podcast will really help to let people know, hey, there are outlets there are out outlets there that will you. help you. Yep. Well, if you're an artist, if you're a producer, if you're a choreographer, if you're a videographer, if you're a photographer, we will give you the tools, but you just got to show us how to work. Yep. You know, so actually scroll up one second. We're actually on the website right now. So big shout outs to Gavin Shepard, to Drex and uh, Kehinde Ba for really putting these for putting this project together, because if it wasn't for these minds. Um, a lot of our Man, success that these you kids see right would now, be going. right. A lot of our success would not be success without, you know, initiatives like like the Remix Project, like Nia Center, and so much more. So, you know what we're going to do? In the description, we're going to leave the link to these Very cool. uh, websites so you can kind of get your, yeah, definitely your check take it out. on that. And then, um, so yeah, speaking of, I think we're going to actually end on this. Mm-hmm. So, we had mentioned that there was a documentary called Six Rising. The Six Rising. And it was produced by Noisy, which is the, a division of Vice Media. So, their new, Noisy is the, the music um, aspect and the documentary touched on I believe six yes six artists obviously six artists coming out of the city of Toronto and just really documenting their quote unquote and pun <laughs> their <laughs> rise in the GTA now it did kind of catch some flack which I kind of agree with the flack where were the females uh oh, that's a touchy subject, Andrew. Where were the females? That may be another episode in itself. Okay, well, we'll just leave Ding. it at that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Where were the females, man? You know, and then a lot of other people were saying that, other than the female, the, the female conversation, the fact that, and I'm not trying to step on toes, so I'm not trying to step on toes. That a lot of artists, a lot of the people were saying that a lot of artists, a lot of artists that were documented in this documentary all sounded the same so hmm. there was so there was no level of kind of rolling creativity in a sense i beg to differ because yeah you know what to each his own yeah to each your own they've got their different sounds you know i represented a, a couple of them a couple of them on the radio show that i have on g987 mm-hmm. on 100 canadian on mondays plug uh have to guy come on uh, son okay i get it we're, we're all around here uh big shout out to free a who actually got in touch with and bigged him up and then yeah for like for instance and here was a, here was a good thing about the documentary like we tend to know that not a lot of artists go out and they get the degree they just expect the money to roll in mm-hmm. they don't have a backup plan free a was i guess one of not to say none of them were but free a was really one of the artists that really stood out for me simply because of the fact that he didn't mention in the documentary that although yeah i can be grinding i'm in the studio i'm doing whatever i got to do mm. i had to make sure that my legacy was fulfilled so mm-hmm. i went to get my education i had to make yep. sure that so that was one good piece because here you are seeing a guy coming from a very rough upbringing, a rough hood, 
and really being the odds. I did like that aspect of it. I actually went and saw the premiere. Yeah, how was it? You know what? Um, <laughs> we talked about it, but I know. <laughs> I was there. Um, okay. Talk your shit, boy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Talk your shit. All right. First and foremost, I respect every artist that went up, and I respect every artist that wants to mold and work their craft. Mm-hmm. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. That type of hip hop, that where hip hop is going right now, maybe I'm an old head. Maybe I'm an old head. We're old it's heads. not. It's not for me. I can appreciate the sound, but it's not what I'm. It's not what's in my podcast. Right. My podcast. I mean, what's in you. your? What's in your phone? That's not what's in my iPhone. No, That's no. Not what I'm what's in, no? What's in your podcast? Because you can subscribe right mm, now. I see what you did there. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, got there. The um, the place is full first and foremost. So that's great mm-hmm. that they got that many Good people. Good turnout. The great turnout. Great turnout. Um. I thought it was shot well, mm-hmm. ish. Well, noisy always tends noisy, to. Noisy, I mean, it had all, that vice look. up there. Um, yeah, but other than that, I didn't really, no. I didn't really enjoy it too much. I respect where they're coming from, and I respect their sounds mm-hmm. and the way it was shot. But I mean, my beef was, yeah, where was the girls? I didn't see any like highlight toward the females mm-hmm. in the industry that are doing it in Canada. Um, it seemed to glorify. Trying to choose my words very wisely. I think I know where you're going. Go ahead. If you can jump in, jump in. It glorified a life not worth living. Facts. In some senses. In some senses, yeah. That there's more to this life than just the trapping and the... One thing that also made me upset, these guys were talking about they worked at this day and night. They've been in the studio for this many hours. Why aren't you memorizing your rhymes to a perfection before you going into a studio? Uh-oh. Back when we started making music, I used to do it a long time ago, but the people that I was surrounded myself with... When we were making music, you were paying ninety to one hundred to two hundred dollars an mm-hmm. hour for a studio session because you didn't have these opportunities, you didn't have this equipment mm-hmm. back then. It wasn't accessible. It and wasn't now... accessible, so you had to make sure your rhymes were learned. Mm-hmm. There was no writing in the studio. That was that was an absurd thing to think. Why am I going to waste, you know, a minimum of three hundred dollars? Going to be in there a minimum of three hours, right? right? Why am I going to waste three hundred dollars just to sit there and write down my process? Right. No, I should have that rehearsed, ready to go. I'm talking three, four, five takes. I was told by an artist that whenever you're creating whenever you're creating art, the first thing you should always have ready is your your canvas. Because mm. when because when your canvas is ready, your art is ready. Facts. And it all it takes for you to do is just to really put your drawings on the canvas mm-hmm. and really piece your art together. I what I did enjoy, I did enjoy Jazz Cartier's. Yeah parts in it like um i respect the man i like the way he sounds he came off fairly intelligent he knew what he was mm-hmm. talking about and he took time to mold his craft but here's the good but here's the catch 22 because he had tweeted or sorry he had instagrammed it if you guys go to check out his jazz his jazz cartier instagram account he um posted something saying after reviewing or after watching the actual documentary yeah. Um, one thing that really kind of stuck out for him, and I'm just paraphrasing, that really stuck out for him, so don't quote me if I'm wrong, was the fact that the story was told by people that didn't look like us. Mm. However, mm. however, they were the ones that, that saw an art form in it. And then and then what On he the f- did and then what he did what what mm. he did was he challenged Obviously, people of color, the POCs, yeah. us, to really hone our craft and take demand of what we've created and really showcase that. 
one thing that was uh, talked about after, because the directors and um, some of the cast were um, talking after with the Q&A session after mm-hmm. the theater, one of the things that were um, talked about was possibly in the future maybe creating something that highlights the producers mm. and highlights. So I don't know if this is going to be a series or if they're going to continue on with this, but... but- I, I hope so. That'd be great. That would be great because here's the good thing too. And then, like I said, so no, nothing comes nothing comes bad without the good. Fair. Because even after uh, Twitter on Twitter, Noisy put out a, a curated playlist mm-hmm. of not just these guys that were featured on the documentary, but they put together a whole playlist of a lot of That's other amazing. artists that were fe- that they really feel as if these are the guys that are really gonna. Push the wave like mm-hmm. a Claremont the second, yep. like a Layla Day, obviously like a Free A, like a Darren Falana. So if you guys go and check out, so go check out the Noisy podcast or check, check, sorry, check out the Noisy Twitter feed mm-hmm. and check out their podcast. Uh, their I believe they have a podcast yep. on Apple, and and they put the playlist together on Apple Music. They put the playlist together. Go check it out because you don't know what their time. Don't don't take this just as. Hard critique, and hard we don't critique, like it and we don't, we don't like it. you, and we don't expect more artists to be. And why are these ones are the ones that are kind of getting the shine? No, no, no. These are the ones that really have a story behind them. But not to say not all of our other artists in the city of Canada don't have stories too. They just didn't. Ha- it's it's really hard to put so much time, so much artist yeah. into an hour and some odd minutes. Some odd minutes, and I'm up for discussion. If you guys want to check out, I think they have a full-length feature of it on YouTube right now. If you just type in the Six Rising, you yep. can check it out and watch it. If you guys want to hit us back up with like, a, oh, you're completely wrong, I welcome we the welcome conversation. That, we welcome that. So hit us up. Hit Follow us, up. us, Maple Syrup Show, Maple Syrup Podcast. I think we got a lot of stuff off got a lot our out. chest. We got a lot out. You know, so I think we're going to end it here, but I want to actually end it we're not a, I'm going to end it with a song, one of my choices. Okay, go ahead. And I think we're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call it the Pancake of the Week. No. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. I got a clever name for it. Go. Go, because I may have one. Hotcakes. Guys, good. That was good. Boom. I was going with a flapjack or something, but I like hotcakes. Okay. Ryan's hotcakes. Sounds like Yeah, seems like you should pause that, huh? Pause. When you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call it the maple syrup's hot cake. Maple syrup hot cake. Okay, and it's Claremont the second stories. Jeez, jeez. I don't want your girl because that chick way too generic. I don't like to flex, but I'm the best thing it's apparent. Try to tie my circle, it seems you under my ferris. I just had a conversation, got these women thinking marriage spell my name correctly. You only one to me, so do it right. Can't go on vacation, cut this game ain't simple when you try. Mediocrity on top of me, your homie can't go fly. If I knew it was this easy, would've blown up overnight. Hella nasty flow was fire, recognizing STI. Ignorance just recognizes. So again, follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. And for all your fitness, and if you just want to chop it up hip-hop styles, follow me at AJ Lift the number one. All right, and follow Maple Syrup Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Maple Syrup Show, and on Instagram it's Maple Syrup Podcast. And remember, Maple Syrup is sweet, not sappy. We'll be back with episode six next week. Looking forward to I it. can't wait, man. I think we're going to call this episode... I waited till the very end to name the episode. Let's hear it. Let's call it Yeezy Taught Me. Yeezy Taught Me. In your face. He's got him. Have a good day, everybody. Have Take a good it night easy. Wherever. Enjoy Bye. the week. Be safe.
Geesey's got them. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby.